Welcome to Retirement Income Solutions with the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, are ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen. Plan. Thrive. Hello and welcome to the program. This is Retirement Income Solutions. We want you to listen, plan, and thrive with the great team from Security First Asset Management. As always, joining me here on the program is Daniel Neesmith and Bill Danner, local wealth advisors and retirement income certified professionals right there at Security First Asset Management in Middle Georgia. Give them a call, 800-987-1443. That's your number to reach out to the guys and get yourself on the calendar for a no-cost, no-obligation consultation in uh, Dublin or Macon, whichever is convenient for you, 800-987-1443. Guys, welcome in. How are you? Man, fantastic. Doing good, doing good. Just, uh, you know, enjoying the summer. Enjoying the summertime, getting a little suntan. Getting a little (laughs) sunburn for you, right? Hey, now, watch it. You're you're probably right. I just have to worry about my head. He has to worry about his face. There you go. My face face turns almost as red as his head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord of boy. Well, you know what they say about that, right? You got to make sure you you get that stuff covered because you got to be careful. You know, it gets pretty darn hot. It's been really hot so far, right? Yeah. Really yeah. In July here, it's been hat. it's been kicking. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, listen, we got some good stuff to talk about here on the program today. So let's dive in and uh, and we'll get back to some coolness here in a little bit. Maybe you'll enjoy uh, as your weekends here. Maybe some folks can do some swimming or whatever that case is. But for right now, while we got your ears, we want to talk to you about the world of finance and retirement. And we're going to kick it off here with an email question from Howard. And uh, Howard's in Macon. He says, "Hey guys, some people in the media keep saying I should invest primarily in mutual funds." and that I can expect annual returns north of 10%. Now, I myself don't really need a return that big at my age, but of course I'm intrigued by the idea. Where might I find these funds? <laughs> well, Howard, that is a, a very good question, and trying to project the return potential. You know, most people are quoting their past market performance of, of mutual funds. You know, we don't necessarily advocate putting all your assets into any one asset class, but there are some reasons to believe that future return projections for equities, and that includes mutual funds, are not likely over the next decade to be 10%. Morningstar each year puts out an article that shows different leaders in the industry's uh, projections for investments in, in equities. Jack Bogle, who founded Vanguard Group, says over the next 10 years he expects a 4% return for stocks and a 3% return for bonds over the next decade. So compare that to your 10%. Also, uh, Morningstar Investment Management projects a 1.8% 10-year return for stocks and a 2.5% 10-year return for bonds. So a higher return on the bonds there than the stocks. Now, hopefully this isn't necessarily going to materialize, but... I would not use 10% as a number to project my returns, especially if you're using it in the context of planning. You know, if you need to earn a 10% return to get your lifestyle needs met, not a good idea to to do that. You want to use a more reasonable rate of return, in my opinion. 
Yeah, you want to be a little more conservative there, I, I would imagine, just to make sure that you're on the safe side there, Howard. Well, obviously, it's a great question. We certainly appreciate it. Listen, give the guys a call, talk with them, and sit down so that you can discuss, you know, really kind of what your needs are. You do mention that you don't really need a return that big, so maybe you're just kind of thinking, uh, you know, just a little bit of fun money or some extra stuff or whatever the case might be. Sit down with Bill and Daniel. They may be able to uh, point you in a direction or get you set up with a plan that helps you achieve all the goals that you'd like to achieve. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. Mr. Bill, have you got a uh, fact for us this week? And I know it's not going to be wear a hat because it's hot. <laughs> I got a very simple one. Uh, okay. I read it and I, I started thinking about it and I said, my goodness, you know, this is so true. This is uh, some of the words of wisdom from Albert Einstein. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. Hit me. We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking that we used when we created them. Very true. Very true. Very true. And yeah. Don't we kind of get in a rut and think the same way all the time, right? I mean, Absolutely. We can apply that to retirement planning, or some of the subjects we're going to talk about today. You know, we can't solve problems thinking the same way we thought when we created them. We got to yeah. think outside the box. We got to yeah. look outside ourselves. Yeah, and, he, has, he has a lot of good quotes. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't it him that said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? Is that the? That's exactly right. Yeah. So you also kinda, said that his definition of intelligence is a different one, is the ability to get work done without doing work. Oh, <laughs> wow, interesting, interesting. So all, to me, that all kind of comes back to you know if we if we kind of continue on the same path, you know then we should expect to stay on that same path. If we want things to be different, we got to take a little action, right? It's a, I think we all we kind of can something. agree to that, right? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But the trick yep. is getting yourself motivated to do it. <laughs> That's the trick. You're right. And, the, you know, you got to have confidence in, in the research or the people you seek out to talk to. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to have yeah. you got to have the right team on your side. And, you know, one of the reasons mm-hmm. we do this show every week, folks, is to give you guys, uh, you know, uh, some things to think about and come in and talk with Bill and Daniel. You may not be the right fit for them. They're not trying to turn every listener into a client. They're simply trying to offer this information as a way to help the community, you know, get kind of moving in, the, in a good direction for their retirement journey and so it's certainly with when there's no cost or obligation to come in and sit down you may find that you're a good fit you may not but it's definitely worth the conversation to be had 800-987-1443 that's a good fact of the week and let's apply that guys to our uh, to our first conversation piece here risk aversion let's apply the thought of let's not do the same things let's make some changes so that we're doing justice to ourselves in our own retirement plan if you will First off, let me just ask you, what does it mean to you guys when someone comes in and says, hey, Bill, hey, Daniel, listen, I'm risk averse. What does that What does that tell you? That may mean something completely different to someone else. So the first line of questioning would be, what do you mean? I mean, what what is your definition of risk averse? I don't want to lose Somebody any money. That's probably the that, case, right? Okay. All right. I don't want to lose any money. Then obviously that's very important to me because it's very important to them. No one really wants to lose money, but we always seem to find ways to do it. <laughs> So, <laughs> truly, <laughs> truly, how do we plan a, a future for you if all you can worry about is, is losing money? It's pretty tough to do. So, if somebody's risk averse, we have no right to place them in investments where they can lose money. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would say, too, you know, not everyone comes in knowing that they're risk averse. You sometimes have to uncover point. that. Fact. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. You know, uh, especially yeah. now when we've had so many good years, uh, people forget how much loss hurts. Yeah, they do. You know, we got <laughs> yeah. the short term memory loss when it comes to market. Yeah. 
It's Our amazing. market ups and downs is all short-term memory loss. That's what we call it. Yeah. Very true. One, one, one thing we do to help them uh, understand that really is when we do the stress test on their portfolio and, and you put it in actual dollar amounts, you know, what would be the likelihood, you know, if we have a recession, what would your portfolio look like? When they see those numbers, they realize how risk-averse they are many times. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that's a good, great place to start. You come in and you're thinking, what is my risk tolerance really like finding out you know what you're even comfortable with because i imagine and this kind of leads to my next question that a lot of people probably claim that they you know obviously are risk averse but when you start diving into their portfolio guys i imagine you find that their money's in a lot of risky places and so you have to kind of maybe revisit that conversation and say okay <laughs> you're actually a lot more risk than you think so we need to kind of redraw this up at the drawing board that's right we kind of hit on that just a second ago looking at when we do the portfolio, the risk analysis and stress test, it definitely uncovers their weaknesses. And people will claim that they're, like you said, risk averse. And you look, well, you own 90% common stocks. You have a lot of small caps international. And they don't realize it because the portfolio has been rising in value. Generally, people aren't going to notice until you start seeing losses in the account. But that's why it's so important to get a grasp and from time to time have an evaluation of your risk so you don't get caught off guard and you're not surprised how many risky assets are in your portfolio. So I think the answer to that question is really because they don't they don't realize how much risk they have. Especially if they haven't balanced it in a while. Mm-hmm. You'll yeah. have your stock portion grow a lot faster than your bond. And if you're in a government or 401k plan or TSP and you've had it there for years, your stocks have grown a lot more quickly than your bonds. So you're probably overweighted. You need to get them rebalanced from time to time. Time. No, that's a great point. You want to make sure that you certainly have these things checked. And of course, you know, as you guys, as uh, National Social Security Advisors and Retirement Income Certified Professionals, you do this every day. So a great resource for folks to tap into. So guys, can you describe a situation for me where someone's come in carrying more risk than they realize since we were just talking about that? Or is that more the norm than, is, do you see that more often than not? Oh, we see it more often than not. I think it's kind of the norm. People don't realize exactly what they have. In most cases, they don't realize how much risk they're taking. So that's why it's important that we offer to them a risk analysis. We want to see where they are and see if the way they're investing fits with what their goals and ideals and their feelings about money are. Because if it's not, it's out of balance, not only financially, but emotionally as well. So we have those types of experiences quite often where, hey, look, we're taking a lot more risk than we should based on what you're trying to accomplish. Now, how do you feel about that? People will tell you how they feel. <laughs> right. And so we need to, it's not hard to get a feeling out of them, but they really truly don't want to take the risk they're taking, especially when they find out they may have an alternative. They can balance it differently, and they can invest according to a, a factual plan that they can follow the rest of their life, and they can probably reduce their risk. The gentleman that uh, sent us the email question earlier said he made the comment that, hey, I could probably take less risk. I mean, I don't need to have that type of return. Right, it's right. basically saying I could, take, I could take less risk. Well, in reality, he probably wants to. So if, if you can make a portfolio work with less risk, then why not do it? That's right. Yeah, I guess it, every situation is going to be different. And if you're seeing this more often than not, and again, with that in mind, knowing that every situation is different, we'll just kind of keep that in the back of our minds here for this next one. But what might a retirement plan look like, guys, then that's been structured for someone who says they are risk averse, but also says, but guys, I don't want to just have my money in cash because there's not a lot of growth happening there. Is that something you can work towards? Is that a goal you can try to hit towards? 
Yes, we have many, many clients that are conservative, and they've earned the right to do so. People that are conservative generally have saved more than the rest of the population. They don't have to take as much risk to get the returns they need in retirement. They just want to earn a reasonable rate of return. So we do use asset classes that are principal protected. So instead of keeping it in cash, really there's three asset classes that are considered principal protected. That is government bonds, certificates of deposit, and and insurance products such as fixed annuities. So there are some fixed and indexed annuities that can earn you know, a reasonable rate of return, generally outperforming cash. You have many different investment vehicles that that can provide you a conservative and possibly consistent rate of return. But what we focus on on the the equity side, and when I say equities, I mean things like stocks and exchange-traded funds, we still want to think about downside risk mitigation. So we want to buy securities that are on sale. So we we do enjoy having uh, some blue-chip stocks in the portfolio that we we spend time trying to make sure we have evaluate and, and find some that are consistently undervalued. Right, right. But we also have some things that can move into treasury bills when markets get volatile, looking at moving averages. So there there are certainly things that we can do to structure someone's portfolio to reduce their downside risk. And I tell people, you know, we can't manage returns, but we can help you manage your risk. So if you've been listening to us today and, and some of these things are hitting home with you, if you feel like maybe you need an evaluation of where you're at today, since we've had so many good years in the market, you may be too risky in your portfolio. If that's the case, give us a call right now at 1-800-987-1443. That's 1-800-987-1443, and we'll give you a free consultation and help you get on the path to having a thriving retirement in your life. We're very passionate about our community being well-prepared for retirement, and we want to extend an opportunity to you right now to help you be sure that you're well-prepared. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you if you call in the next 15 minutes and have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll talk to you about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little as possible in taxes, and make sure that you don't outlive your money. Now, you might say, I don't really have to call in the next 15 minutes, and yes, it's true. You could probably take care of it next week or next month, but here's the deal. We've been coaching people on retirement planning for a long time, and we've learned that it's too easy to procrastinate or get distracted. So if you don't start the process now, there's a very good chance that you're not going to do it at all. So the first coaching that we're going to give you is to encourage you to take the first step right now. For almost everybody, that's the hardest part. From there, it's really not a painful process. So if you're ready to finally get a plan in place, give us a call now. All right. And again, that number is pretty simple. All you got to do is reach out and call 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443 to get started today. No cost or obligation to talk with Bill and Daniel here in the middle Georgia area at Security First Asset Management. Stop by the website and check them out at completetheplan.com as well. And uh, give them a call, get on the calendar. Again, there's no cost or obligation. They are retirement income certified professionals and national social security advisors. And they were actually honored as one of the top five advisors in the nation just a couple of years ago. So reach out to them, give the guys a call. 800-987-1443. Great resource to tap into here in Middle Georgia. We'll be right back with more here on Retirement Income Solutions. It's getting to know you time. Hey, you're back here on Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive. 
That's what we want you to do here with the great team from Security First Asset Management. And of course, I'm on the program with Bill and Daniel from Security First Asset Management. It's getting to know you time. It's that section of the show where we step away from the financial talk for a moment or two and ask them a random and off-the-wall question. And if you'd like to ask them your own questions as it pertains to, obviously, your retirement journey, give them a call, 800-987-1443. And before I forget, if you go by the website, completetheplan.com, that's completetheplan.com, on their Learning Center uh, tab, you just click that. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. There's a, a PDF you can download of the upcoming event schedule, but they do a lot of really great things for the community, not just actually based around retirement uh, planning stuff. They do all sorts of things on their calendar for their clients. But upcoming in August, that's going to be, I think, the next one we're going to see. August 9th is uh, RMDs Now What? So that'll be a good class to take. Come in, and there's uh, there's no cost for these, but you just need, need to reserve a seat. So we ask that you reach out and give the guys a jingle and uh, check them out on the website. There's also another one in August on assisted living. So some good information to be found, 800-987-1443. Okay, guys, so here is your question this week. If you were going to own a different business than the one you currently have, and I know that's a stretch for you because you love what you do, but what business might it be? All right. Mm. That's easy. I'd be a travel writer. A, a travel, travel writer. A travel oh, yeah. writer. Yeah, I just drive, I mean, you know, fly around the world, go to different places, you know, drop a blog entry every now and then about how how much I like the place and then get some sponsors to post my blog and then uh just enjoy it like that. Take my whole family with me. How about that? Nothing to do with music. No, I mean, I'll do that too. Do that <laughs> Travel music writer. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think a music is a job, you know. Oh, okay. But, uh, oh. yeah, writing seems like a. Hey, job, you could so. be the singing travel writer. <laughs> yeah, the there. singing blogger. There you I'll go. Yeah, singing, singing blogger. Just singing about all the places we go. Why not? What about you, Bill? Anything pop into your brain there? I must be brain dead today. I, I can't think of anything I'd rather be doing. Really? Okay. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, uh, we. Th- I thought for I sure know. something with cars, but you know. Mechanic, well, mechanic, mechanic. No way. <laughs> no way. That, that won't work. Stunt car mean, driver. <laughs> you know, if I didn't have five children and uh, <laughs> I was twenty-five years old and something like that, I might try to make racing a career. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. There you go. But uh, but, uh, but you love what be, you that's do. That's hard knocks too. That's, that's, that's hard knocks. Yeah, yes, that's, sir. That's, that's for sure. Easy. All right. Well, there's nothing wrong with liking what you do and doing what you do well. So we certainly appreciate that you do it here in middle Georgia. And that's our getting to know you this week. Uh, I think Bill's pretty content where he's at and Daniel is too. But if he's going to do something else, he might be a singing travel blogger. (laughs) Yeah, he just got back from Costa Rica. So he's already started that. Yep. There's your first entry right there. First in, first entry. I'm looking for sponsors. <laughs> there you go. 800-987-1443. That's your number to call, folks, if you want to get to know Bill and Daniel a little bit better and talk about uh, your retirement journey. Let them get to know you better. That's really how that whole process will take flight. 800-987-1443. This is Retirement Income Solutions. We'll be right back. Want to learn more about the team at Security First Asset Management? Visit our website, completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Well, we're cruising down the home stretch here on Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, local wealth advisors at Security First Asset Management right here in Middle Georgia. They want you to listen, plan, and thrive with their team at Security First Asset Management. Get on the calendar. Come in for a consultation. There's no cost or obligation to have a, you know, just a sit-down chat with the guys and talk about what's important to you. Ask them some questions, and they'll help you in whatever way they can. 
as it pertains to your investing and retirement journey. 800-987-1443 is the number to call. 800-987-1443. They are retirement income certified professionals, national social security advisors, and they specialize in working with federal employees here in the area as well and can provide that complimentary federal employees benefit analysis. So reach out to the guys and get on the calendar. Reserve a slot today. Again, no cost or obligation. 800-987-1443. All right, guys, another email question for you here from Miss Martha. She's in Perry and says, guys, my aunt recently died. She left me her house and some cash. I've never really had a desire to have a rental property before, but I'm kind of considering keeping the house and turning it into one since this opportunity has fallen into my lap. Do you think that might be wise or is it usually better off in these situations to sell the home and invest the proceeds? It's a great question, Martha. Thanks for giving us an opportunity to address that for you. I think uh, having owned rental property myself in the past, uh, the only advice, that, first and foremost, that I'd give you the advice would be to understand the market that the home is located in, and is it something in that neighborhood that's full of rentals or is it homeowners only? They may not like the idea of you renting a home in their home in their little backyard. So I'd get to know the the market there, the rental market. If if you don't feel comfortable doing it yourself, certainly you can find a local uh, service from some of the realtor companies there in the, in the area that can help you uh, understand what the rental rates are. And not only do that, they can manage it for you. So I would uh, advise you to find out what the market's like. Uh, and, and get some advice on how to handle it. And if you don't feel like or feel comfortable doing it yourself, hire someone to do it for you. You also indicated, is it a bad idea to keep it or to sell it? Well, that depends. Uh, when you inherited it, it's uh, you have a step up in basis, so you have no capital gains to deal with at all. When you turn it into rental, you may your accountant may say something like depreciated or offset some of the income. So it is a business, and you have to treat it as such, and so that's why you all seek advice from somebody that's comfortable, or competent, rather, in, in the home rental business and understand the, the hassles that may go along with it before you commit to being a, a property owner and, a, and a, a rental agent at the same time. So not a bad idea to rent it. Obviously, those income streams can be pretty lucrative. But you also have to deal with the hassles of uh, tenants and things of that nature. But uh, search it out. Yeah. Get some advice from somebody that understands the market and uh, the rental market in particular. Well, you brought up a good point, too. You know, one question I'd ask yourself in this situation, Martha, is uh, if you're not going to hire someone to manage that for you, you know, is it you or your husband or someone who's going to maybe do, you know, maintain it, things of that nature, certainly Absolutely. something to think about. And then another kind of angle I see a lot of times when we get these questions, guys, is sometimes I think people feel obligated to keep the home when it was left to them by a family member and they feel like they're doing them a disservice. But I would imagine that most times the deceased gave them the home for them to do whatever's best for them, whether it's to sell it or keep it or whatever. Would you agree? I agree with that. Yeah. There's a lot of things that she needs to be asking about that before she turns it into a rental. Yeah, definitely yeah. for sure. And of course, you know, I don't know about, you know, every area is different, but right now I know that, uh, you know, there's not a lot of inventory out there uh, for homes. People are definitely been buying them up. So it could be a good market for you to to possibly sell it and invest those proceeds someplace else. So Absolutely. Uh, as Bill said, definitely talk with a qualified professional before you take any action. If you want to talk with them further about some of the ways you could maybe use that money, if you do sell it or whatever, reach out to them. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. Uh, so guys, let's talk about tax consequences here on the remainder of the show. I want to discuss some different types of accounts 
and maybe if they have different tax consequences. So you, maybe you can give us a couple of advantages or disadvantages to these basic types of accounts. We'll start with the traditionals that everyone's pretty used to hearing about. That's those tax deferred accounts like the 401k or the IRA. Yeah. So of course, we're not uh, CPAs or tax advisors, but we have to deal with this a lot being sure. retirement income planners. So we uh, we generally want to understand the consequences of, of how these things work. So tax-deferred accounts, that's, these are accounts where your taxes are not calculated until you take money out of the account. So if you've had an employer plan like a 401k or a thrift savings plan or a 403b, all the taxes are calculated when you take money out of the account. So they're going to be treated as ordinary income the year you take them out. So let's say you're in your 30s okay. and you pumped away 10000 bucks into your employer 401k account and yours and your employer's match. Well, that $10,000 when you're 50, you know, maybe it's worth $50,000. When you take it out, you'll pay taxes on the full $50,000 or whatever amount you would draw out is when you pay taxes on tax-deferred accounts. You've deferred them into the future. Yeah, you reduce taxes today on that amount of money, but pay taxes evermore. <laughs> right, right. Well, on so, principle, then growth. Yeah, and in our opinion, really, is taxes today are, are very low uh, compared to historical averages and not likely to get much lower in the future. Right. So we caution people cranking too much money into those. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you, yeah. to you kind of, kind of leading into my second question. So their cousin, the tax-free account, the Roth IRA, I was going to say, we, I've often heard people say here recently that taxes are kind of, quote-unquote, on sale because they're so low, and people have expressed a lot of interest in the Roth IRAs. So let's talk about some advantages, disadvantages there. Well, the disadvantage to a, is up front in a tax-free account called a Roth IRA because you pay taxes on the money. And in Daniel's example of 10000 well, you'd, you'd have to gross that up, pay taxes on it to be able to put 10. You can't really put 10 in a Roth that's maxed out at 5500 unless you're over age 50. Then you can do a catch-up to $6,500. So $6,500 after taxes, so it has to be taxed first. So you're using after-tax dollars, but it grows tax-free. Never have to take the money out. And another good aspect about advantage of a Roth IRA is it's, it's not; it doesn't come under the required minimum distribution rules. Right. So at age 70 and a half, you don't have to take distributions. Another th- caveat that people need to understand on both of these types of accounts, they are age-sensitive. So there are penalties prior to age 59 and a half on all these types of accounts. Inside of 401k, this, most of them are age 55 without triggering a 10% tax, but uh, they're taxable in the future or non-taxable in the future. That's the difference between tax-deferred and tax-free accounts. Well, with the general consensus being that we all kind of feel like taxes have to go up at some point, are you guys getting a lot of people asking about maybe doing conversions uh, from the IRAs to the Roths? We always talk about that. That's a conversation we have with everybody we meet with. We try to look at up front right now, can we be helping this client better, not only presently but in the future, by offering the opportunity to analyze whether or not they should yeah, we, do both conversions. Yeah, we certainly do look at where they're at this in their current tax year, what their income looks like, where the income's coming from. And, you know, we also consult with their tax advisor and CPA and look at their returns to help make sure that, you know, not that they're just paying the lowest taxes today. You got to think beyond now. You have to think beyond now with these types of things because when you have to start piling on required minimum distributions from IRAs, which we, you know, didn't touch on yet, but you really start maybe throwing yourself into a higher bracket. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's an important part. Yeah. It's an important piece of it. 
Yeah, so going back to the tax-deferred accounts like the 401Ks and IRAs, those two specific types of accounts, employer plans included, when you turn 70 and a half, the year in which you turn 70 and a half, you're required to take out what the IRS terms required minimum distribution. And there's a factor based on your age divisor that you have to take out. It comes out to about 3.6% when you're age 70 and a half. And that gets added to your income for that year. And so if you've deferred all your IRAs, your required minimum distribution may be larger than you expect when you count it with your other income streams and it can put you into a higher tax bracket. So that's why we can't just think about today with taxes. We have to look at the whole landscape out into the future. It's not only not only can trigger additional ordinary income tax, it can trigger taxation on things such as Social Security. And a Medicare premium increase based off of uh, gross income. It's a great point, and Daniel, thanks for bringing that back up. I'm sorry I moved on faster to get to that, but uh, tax consequences is what we're discussing here on the program, and certainly some good advantages and disadvantages to be found in both tax-deferred accounts uh, as well as the tax-free accounts. And of course, if you have questions or concerns about these and want to get some clarity on it, we'll talk with Bill and Daniel, 800-987-1443. The guys gave some good examples as to ways that both may be beneficial or may cause some issues in your retirement journey. And so it's a good idea to really sit down and talk with a professional and they've been doing this for many years. So reach out to them 800-987-1443. So guys, with that said on those couple ones of couple of major accounts that we're used to talking about, what about some other taxable accounts, uh, after tax brokerage accounts, any consequences there we should think about? Sure. That gets into the capital gains world. Short-term capital gains or investments you've owned for less than a year. Those are generally taxed at your ordinary income tax bracket wherever you fall. Long-term capital gains are investments that you've held for longer than one year, one year and one day. And that is going to be taxed at wherever your uh, capital gains rate is. So there's a different threshold. It can be anywhere from zero. Um, If you're at rather low income level, your long-term capital gains tax may be zero. You get up around $80,000 in income or so, it'll jump to 15% your long-term capital gains rate. And what that means is whatever the dividend or the amount in gain you had will be taxed at 15% if you get above that level. Now, on the highest brackets, you can get up to 20% on long-term capital gains, but you have to have very significant income for that. So there are opportunities to harvest gains. You know, you can, uh, if you're in a lower bracket and if you own some stocks for a long time, maybe a very tax-efficient way to take some income out selling a, a long-term capital gain as long as you fall within that 0% bracket. That yeah, can be done by, by busting the bracket, not going busting it, but bouncing up to it. We, we do those types of planning all the time. But the other thing Daniel talked briefly about was dividends are taxed the same way. So they're either 0, 15, or 20, depending on incomes. Okay. Well, guys, we'll finish off our conversation on tax consequence, the different types of tax accounts we've discussed here, uh, tax-deferred accounts like our 401ks or IRAs, the tax-free version, the Roth IRA, some different after-tax brokerage accounts we've discussed. Finally, let's discuss life insurance. Is there anything in here, tax consequences, that folks should be thinking about or uh, have a knowledge of? Yeah, I think so. I think most people understand that life insurance is a tax-free account, and it is. Uh, The proceeds going to a beneficiary is not taxed, so it's a tax-free and there's also another planning tool that could be used for life insurance if it's being used to accumulate cash and cash value and to draw cash value out in the form of loans that's also tax-free it's not if you take it out as growth it's ordinary income so there are some tax differences in life insurance but primarily 
any loans against cash value, any death proceeds are tax-free in the year that they're taken. So that's a good planning tool. Sometimes people want to spend down their other assets for their kids, and they may take out a life insurance policy to replace a their estate so their kids have something and they use life insurance to do that because it's a tax-free transfer of wealth. So we like using life insurance in some instances that may qualify for that type of taxation for somebody in a, in a planning situation and that may be beneficial for their heirs. And uh, so w- taxes are always important. Those are one of the risks that we always constantly talk about when we do the planning. In our, in our process, which we call the Lifetime Income Blueprint, we talk about the risk to retirement, one of which is taxes, and we talk about how important it is to be tax efficient. So we do a sequence of spending in our retirement planning where we, 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 we're sensitive to and help people understand where to take money from when so that it's tax efficient. So if you're listening to us today and you have concerns about taxes in retirement, or as our earlier conversation, we talked about risk aversion All these things can be dealt with with a proper plan. If you call us right now, we're going to custom design for you an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you need a full-blown retirement plan. There's no obligation or cost for this initial review if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. Here's what you can expect. We'll run a fee report to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized lifetime income blueprint using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we'll take the guesswork out of financial planning for you. So if you call right now, you'll get a comprehensive financial review for no cost and no obligation. 800-987-1443 again is that number to call here in Middle Georgia. If you've got questions and concerns, you'd like to talk with local wealth advisors Daniel Neesmith and Bill Danner of Security First Asset Management. Of course, it can be about risk or taxes, which we've talked about today, but maybe it's about income planning or legacy planning or estate strategies, things of that nature. The guys can certainly give you a hand. Uh, You just have to reach out and get yourself on the calendar. Ask the questions that are important to you. They'll certainly try to provide the best information they can. Can. And, you know, you'll certainly walk away, I believe, with at least a little bit more information than what you uh, came in with. So certainly worth the conversation. 800-987-1443. Uh, you may find that you're a good fit. You may not. But either way, like I said, you'll walk away with some more information. 800-987-1443 is your number to call to get on the calendar with the team at Security First Asset Management. This has been Retirement Income Solutions. We want you to listen, plan, and thrive with Bill and Daniel. And guys, as always, thanks for being on the program. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Mark. A great time. You guys have a great week, and we'll do it all again next time here on the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions, 800-987-1443. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.